Yeah, so what, is that, what does that mean? What is the debt service so, ratio? Uh, if your mortgage is $1,000, your rent has to at least be twelve fifty or more. Yep. At a one point. Alright. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Generation Fresh. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and like button. Today, we are sponsored by Peak Property Management. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the bird. Buy and Buy hold. And hold. <laughs> so, he provides... The owner of Peak provided us with this awesome new place, so we're using the whiteboard. And so, use Peak Property Management, guys. You got that? <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about the Burr strategy. And what does the Burr strategy stand for, Daryl? Buy. Renovate. <laughs> Rent. <laughs> Rent. Repeat. Refinance. Refinance. Oh, you just walked out of <laughs> All right, so it stands for buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. And it's a really good way to scale your business a lot. It's a lot more quicker than putting 20% down on every rental property you have because then you run out of cash real, real quick. This way it lets you recycle that cash, which is how we all do it actually. And that's how we grow so many units and get so many rentals is because we typically never just put 20% down. We buy a fixer upper and then we get all that cash back up, back out once we refinance it. So I'm gonna go over one of my properties that I did um, just recently actually in the last six months and I'm gonna explain the numbers and how I was able to at the end of the day get the property for free. Actually I got paid to get this property because at the end of the day it appraised for more. Somebody paid you to get a house? Yeah, so the bank what? actually paid me to own this property and not only that, Daryl, it cash flows too. So I get paid every month by the tenant as well as at the end of when I was done with it, I got paid. Which is a, it's a pretty awesome strategy that anyone could do. Nothing special about it, but you have to find good deals. Yeah, that's the only special. Just, yeah, find the good deals yeah. and fix them up, and make sure you're super pinpointing your ARV is like what it will appraise for at the end. Because and your interest rates and your interest <laughs> rates. <laughs> yeah. like, if, you didn't watch, if you don't watch our last uh, video, episode eleven, we talked about interest rates and how that affects your buying power or your refinance power. Yes. Yeah, so basically what happened is I found a property uh, here in Churchill for 76000 The way I got that property was from a wholesaler, and uh, basically they brought the property to me, and I said I'd pay seventy six. so we closed on the property. It needed a lot of work when I bought it. So it took about four months to renovate it, but at the end of the day, we put about $74,000 in renovations. That $74,000 does include holding costs, so that's interest that I'm paying to the hard money lender, which was about uh, about 1,200 every single month that I was holding the property, plus taxes and insurance. Um, and it also includes front end closing costs. A lot of people don't add that to their numbers. It costs about probably four to 5,000 just to initially close on the property yep. to own the property. So after that, after I renovated it, uh, I went ahead and put it on Zillow, rented it out, put it up for $1,400 a month. We were getting a crazy amount of applicants at that price, and we ended up renting it within a week, got a lease signed. Everything was good with that. And then I went to a bank. And what the bank will do is when you're done with the property, it's all rented out, it's a cash flowing property, um, the bank will actually say, okay, how much is it rent for? And you'll actually get approved. Um, based on you know what it rents for. And there is banks that just, you don't need good credit, you don't need um, 
the greatest tax returns or the greatest job, they'll actually go and give you a loan based on how the asset performs. So basically, they see it's renting for 1400 and they'll give you a loan up to 1000 a month. Basically, that's how it works. Yep. Whatever the interest rates are, equal. I was going to say, most month. banks, they're about, what, 1.25, 1.15 debt service ratio? Yeah, so what, is it, what does that mean? What is the debt service so, ratio? Uh, if your mortgage is $1,000, your rent has to at least be twelve fifty or more yep. at a 1.15-ish. Yep, so that's very, very important. So that's questions to ask your bank too, is what's your debt service ratio? Another yep. good question is what's your LTV? How much will you be able to pull out based on the appraisal? Some banks do 70%, some 75, and sometimes if you're lucky, you can find banks that do 80%. And some, um, some banks will take out operating expenses, other banks won't. Yeah, or that, yeah. it just exactly. depends, right? Some will yep. take out 30% just off the top, even if you self-manage, even yeah. if you yeah. do everything, doesn't matter, they'll still expense mm -hmm. 70%. And that's going to influence what you, what your yep. service coverage ratio is. Others will do twenty percent, fifteen percent, whatever. Yeah. So all banks work differently. There's Very some good. banks that are more conservative than others. Yep. Um, some banks are hard to get or like hard <clears throat> to meet that criteria. So definitely call around when you're doing the refinance process. And I would recommend doing this uh, before you even buy the property, just to get an idea of what you'll be getting and what interest rate you'll be paying and how much uh, loan to value you'll be getting. Meaning. If it's a 75% loan to value, if it appraises for $100,000, they'll give you $75,000 as a loan. Um, so in this case, I went to the bank. Um, I did a couple calls. I found the best interest rate and best, um, best terms at 75% loan to value. And um, debt service ratio made sense with the 1400 rent. So I went with this bank. Uh, the property that I thought was actually going to appraise for like one ninety ended up appraising for two twenty. Yeah, so it's. It, I was super surprised. Um, I did take out all, all full seventy five percent of it. Um, Carlos would uh, yeah, <laughs> argue otherwise. He doesn't. He doesn't like debt as much at four percent interest. But that, that's him. It's the devil. It's the devil. I believe in Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so specifically on this interest rate, I think I got four point two five at the time. Um, they're a lot higher now. I did buy down the rate, so I had to pay an extra po couple points. And uh, what's a point, Daryl? What does uh, a point mean? So a point is one percentage point of whatever that loan is going to be for. So in this case, two or $165,000 loan, one point would cost you 1650 bucks. Yep, exactly. So, so to buy it down, he had to pay an extra $1,650. Yeah, and that's another great question to ask your lender up front before yes. you go through all the paperwork and everything. Because you'll get to the closing table and you'll see an extra $6,000 in cost. You'll be like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, yeah. and sometimes they'll bake that in. They'll say, oh yeah, our interest rate is 5%. And you're like, oh, okay, that's great. Yeah. And then you go into the fine print and it's because they Pulled make down you buy 3%. down 3%. <laughs> yeah. So just be careful about that. Yeah. So for this, it appraised for 220. I pulled out the full 75%, which was $165,000 loan. Basically, that means the bank gave me $165,000 cash up front. Um, at, well, not ca well as a check, but basically just right in my it's bank cash. account. Yeah. Um, I paid off the existing loan, which was a hundred. I, I, I borrowed a little more than seventy-six, so I borrowed a hundred thousand when I first bought the property. So at the end of the day, I got some cash out at closing. But the the good the sweet thing is I'm all into this property yeah. for a hundred and fifty thousand. The bank gave me a loan for 165000 So right then and there, I'm already 
cash positive fifteen thousand. Now I'll, you'll take out maybe seven thousand dollars for back end closing costs. So take out seven from that number, and then I'm left with eight thousand dollars and a property that cash flows four hundred dollars a month. The interest and principal and interest in uh, tax and insurance on this property is actually $1,017. So I'm not cash flowing a crazy amount. Um, you know, if something goes wrong with the roof or something, you know, it'll wipe the cash flow away. But we did all that up on the front end. So when we renovated the property, we replaced the roof. We got all new mechanics, all new HVAC. So hopefully we have a good 10 years of no big repairs on that property. Um, so cash flows 383. So I got all my cash back out, and I and I actually got a little extra out, and I cash flow every month. And then what I'm going to do with that extra cash is actually just go ahead and find another property to buy, and do repeat. This and repeat. That's the fourth R. But uh, the sweet thing about this prop this process is you you don't have any cash stuck in the deal, yeah. which is which what makes the burr amazing. And not only that, but you actually made money. You got an extra three hundred eighty dollars a month. So yeah. not only did you make eight thousand, you made twelve thousand yeah. dollars in your very first year of owning that house. And the cool thing Plus is your appreciation. Yeah, this number also most likely every year is going to go up at least fifty to hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, and so that makes this spread a lot bigger in the future. And that's tiny. That's less than five percent rates. Yeah. And right now the average I think is like eight percent or yeah. something. Yeah. So it, yeah, that's just being conservative with the five percent. And I know some that's ten percent. They've been yeah. jumping theirs up ten, fifteen percent on their rent every year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and for me the biggest highlight. Oh yes. We yeah. Didn't even talk that's about not that. even exactly. accounted for. Yeah. Is that's a great equity. point. I, that's why I don't like having big loans because I love equity. Yeah. Uh, and it, he's walking away with eight thousand dollars cash, three hundred eighty-three thousand dollars a month. To your point, about four thousand dollars a year, so that's yep. twelve. And he's walking with a fifty-five thousand dollars equity yep. position in that property that he's going to own that he's probably not going to have to maintain yes. for five, seven yep. to ten years because he's been super thorough about the seventy-four thousand yep. dollars. So that I mean, it really is an infinite return, right? Like, there's no money out of pocket. Yes. Equity, $8,000, he's just gonna go in and just repeat the whole process over. And yep. the beautiful part, every time they pay this, this number goes up. Yeah. yeah. So now yeah. your equity goes up five, every 600 month. bucks every single yeah. month over month. Yeah. Plus you made this, plus you made this. It, it's crazy. Yeah. So and this was done, so despite the market, this was done how long ago? Uh, I think the refinance was just finished about seven months, six months ago. Okay. The so the whole process took you how long to get to this? So this whole process took me about four months, this whole thing. So in four months, I actually added 55000 to my net worth, plus another $8,000 to my net worth, and I get $400 a month cash, um, flow. cash flow every month. So in four months, that's how you can really increase your net worth. I know. People don't talk about net worth that much, but I love talking about it. <laughs> okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's not the pre protein, it's not the creatine, it's the burn. <laughs> That's how you feel big. You see this? It's from burring, guys. It's from burring, burring. It's from burring, guys. <laughs> Buy and hold. That's how you make up. <laughs> so, yeah, no, this, yeah. Is a, this is a good example because, I mean, these still happen even nowadays. They yes. still have, you just have to be really diligent about the deals that yeah. you find, but they do still happen. So even in the height of all the market and everybody being like, oh my God, everything's so expensive, Dylan was still able to find something that yep. was fairly priced. I don't know priced. about you guys, but I'm doing two of them right now. Yeah. I'm sure you're doing one yeah. and you're doing one too. Yeah. 
Yeah. So these deals happen every day. Yeah. No yeah, matter yeah. if it's a good market, bad market. Yeah, I actually am um, in the middle of refinancing one right now that's probably going to net me about the same, and it's going to yeah. cash flow about probably just a tad bit more. But same thing, same and I thing? still bought it in yeah. this kind of a market. So it's yes. just about being very diligent. A lot of money is made is made here, oh, but then buy. but then yeah. once you get a, a more efficient. This yeah. number might be a little bit higher at the beginning for most people, right? But as time goes on, you will become more and more efficient. You'll have floor guys that you depend on, yep. electricians, whatever. This number will get better because they know that you're going to give them yeah. consistent business, and then you'll get a lot better at being able to like get quantify that. this, being able to plug those numbers in before you even start it, so that when you do this and you cash flow that amount, it's not a surprise. Exactly. Right? Not a surprise, and then you can actually walk out with an 8,000. It's not a guessing game. It shouldn't be a guessing game, but if you do happen to. This is the only guesstimate right here. It is. That's the appraisal. That's the only guess. Sometimes you can get screwed on that if you get a bad appraiser. Like, yeah. it can fluctuate between 10 yeah. to 30,000. But I will say that regardless whether you came out of pocket or came, like, they put an extra $8,000 in your pocket or you had to bring to the table $16,000, that is still less than 20%. Less than 20% yeah. that yes. you would have had. To, 20% of 220 is what, $44,000? Plus closing costs. Yeah. Yeah. So you would have been out of pocket like $50,000 for this, but if you only had to put in $16,000, so like a reverse of $24,000, yes. you still would have been in better in better position. Think about yeah. the old school way of thinking, putting 20% down. You would have to make a lot of money to own 10 rental properties at that yeah. pace. Yeah. yeah. Now Absolutely. you can own 10 rental properties in one year because they paid you $80,000. Now, in, say it's even reversed and you owed 8000 <coughs> $8, at the end of it. Yeah. What? That's fine. That's a yeah. win. That is a yeah. win. Yeah. I'll take a cash flow property for $8,000. Bucks, yeah. No kidding. 55 yeah. in equity. You made half you of make it back. You made more of that of the 8000 yeah. you have to leave in in a year. And the 55 in equity. And the 55 in equity. Yeah. Don't forget the equity and yeah. don't forget the tax benefits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you don't pay taxes. You don't pay taxes on this money that you borrow from the yes. bank. And so. this income? Probably didn't get taxed because of the de yeah. depreciation yeah. as well. Yeah. Look at our tax video if you haven't already. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Video nine. <laughs> 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 yeah, but we've all done this. We've all mastered yes. it. We're doing it on a consistent basis, probably on a monthly basis. We're refinancing. So yeah. once you do one, you'll realize it's it's really you get it's pretty easy to do. Yeah. It's pretty easy. The, the thing is, is that this always changes. This always. It's like anything that you're yes. learning, like. You always have to be ahead of the curve, talking to new banks, new lenders, yes. new electricians, new everything. The numbers, to make sure that you're on the best side. The numbers change every time, but the process never changes. The process the never same changes. every single yeah. time. Yep. Only thing that changes are these numbers here. Yep. And they either go up, down, sideways, but when you're doing your due diligence, run this scenario. Yep. Yeah. And if you're okay with leaving eight grand in it, do it. Yeah. If yeah. you're okay with taking eight thousand back, do it. Like yeah. for you, you're completely different than Dylan. Yeah. Carlos, he'd rather keep that eight thousand in the deal versus <laughs> yeah. Dylan would rather have it in his pocket. I mean, and I'm in the middle. I'm I, sometimes I'm I do that, and sometimes I leave it in. Just now, I left twenty thousand in the deal I'm broke, yeah. but I didn't need the cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's Burr. I don't know if you want to add anything else. Yeah. No, I think we covered. I mean, it's really a good gloss. Anything yeah. else? No, that's to try it. Generation. Hey! <laughs>